0: Welcome to the Pro Vocal Artist podcast with me, Gemma Sugru. This podcast is all about helping singers turn their passion for singing into a way of life. In today's video, I want to take the mystery out of being emotionally authentic when we sing. Have you ever felt a little bit like disconnected emotionally when you sing or have you ever received that feedback? Or have you ever been overcome by emotion when you sing or worried that you would be, you know, worried that you might cry when you sing, when you really think about something? How do we find that sweet spot between being like genuine and authentic in our singing and also like in control? I've got a pretty cool formula for you to follow to ensure your performance is both magical for you and your audience. If you're new here, by the way, I'm Gemma. I help artists perform and promote their music and build the artist career they dream of with my program, Pro Vocal Artist. Find out about working with me in the description below. Okay, let's get to work. So why is emotionally connecting when you sing important? Let me ask you another question. What's the goal of a performance or a record? I believe it's to change the state of that listener. And for me it's nothing more and it's nothing less think about why someone listens to music it's to change their state from being sad to maybe happy from being sad to maybe sadder from being demotivated to motivated from low to high energy from agitated to nice and chilled An emotion is a tool a singer uses to do this. So figuring out how to connect the dots here in a strategic way, seeing as this is your most important task during a performance is why it's super important. Now, I'm with you like, you know if you logically agree with me that the goal is to change the state of the listener make them feel something essentially but we singers often fall into the trap of wanting to impress the listener what can help here is thinking of singing as an act of service instead like wanting to impress is you needing something from the audience example like I need your validation in your applause in your attention of me so how have you responded when someone is trying really hard to get something from you or get get you to do something like think about a salesperson who's trying to hard to get you to buy from them. We just shut down, right? We kind of recoil. And this is what you're going to do when you try to impress too hard. The audience are going to switch off, shut down, get defensive. So have you ever listened to a singer who just did one too many riffs? It's kind of off-putting, right? So the singer's task versus the listener's task. This is really important. Who is in charge of deriving the meaning from the song? the listener yes not you the listener you cannot control the meaning your listener will take from your performance so drop that right away what i want you to focus on instead is the goal of singing this particular song what do you want to achieve by singing this song right this is a really important reframe for example let's take the song everybody knows I will always love you, right? So the lyric is, if I should stay, well, I would only be in your way. And so I'll go. And yet I know I'll think of you each step of the way. And I will always love you. Bittersweet memories. That's all I'm taking with me. Goodbye. Please don't cry. Because we both know that I'm not what you need. What is my goal when I sing this song? You have a little thing, what should be the goal? For me, the goal of singing I Will Always Love You is compassionately end a relationship. So as soon as I start singing, I have that really sharp, clear intention. Now, again, the meaning an audience member, a listener may derive from my performance, none of my business, okay? All my mind is focused on is the goal, and my goal is to compassionately end a relationship. Now, how do I achieve that goal? Well, using emotion as a tool. Okay, here's some science on this. Now, according to 25 years of research on emotions carried out by neuroscientist and psychologist Lisa Feldman Barrett, emotions are not hardwired brain reactions that are uncontrollable. You are not born with emotional circuits. Instead, emotions are guesses, predictions that your brain constructs, builds, makes up, which helps us make sense of our world. Using past experiences, your brain predicts your experience of the world. This means that emotions don't happen to you, they are made by you. A real life example of using emotion to achieve a goal. Okay, I rang Stripe today, a payment processing platform. They've been trying to resolve an issue for me for over six weeks. I usually love Stripe, but this is just one really annoying issue. Anyway, I'm truly sick of having to follow up and I'm I'm scared that I'm not gonna retrieve the money that's been missing. So my goal is to have this resolved as quickly as possible. So when I was explaining the case once again to the agent on the phone today, I got angry. I raised my voice. You might think I lost control of my emotions, anger happened to me, but I think I've learned in my life that anger is a commonly used tool to achieve a goal to resolve this because patience and kindness had failed me me thus far, so I utilized the emotion of anger to achieve my goal of getting my issue resolved. This makes me responsible for how I behave, which I really like, okay? Now I wasn't like mean or anything i was just a bit more intense um about how unacceptable the situation was and I tell you this story because I want you to understand that you are choosing your emotions throughout the day. Most of your emotional responses, of course, to your internal and external world are very reflexive and habitual, but you have, you have learned these emotions, you have practiced these emotions, and you can change them. So therefore, there's nothing inorganic or inauthentic about choosing the emotion you will use as a tool in performance. This is how it works in real life too. You're just not that conscious of it. So what emotion would serve as the best tool to achieve the goal of compassionately ending a relationship in the song I will always love you so I'm going to show you this nice wheel of emotions this helps me find the right one so um, what's the most ideal and effective way to end a relationship let's just start there so I want the other person to be clear that it's over and I don't want any more discussion I really don't want to cause them more pain I'm clear but I'm kind so is sadness going to get the job done Probably not. So you'll seem unsure if you've made the right decision or not. Okay, sadness is out. Is anger going to get the job done? It might start an argument. I don't also, I don't want to be unkind. So let's not do that. Surprised, bad, fearful, disgusted. I don't think any of those are going to get the job done. So I'm left with happy and I want a proactive, empowered emotion that's connected to happy. Therefore I've chosen courage. So before I go to sing, I will always love you. I will breathe with courage, I will walk with courage, I will stand with courage, I will facially express courage, I will gesture, posture, courage. This allows my body and my nervous system to tell my brain, hey, this is the state for the song. It's courage you in the message. So I will stay mentally focused on my goal to compassionately end the relationship. And I will actually physiologically be in that emotional state. And I will let go of the meaning the listener will derive from my performance. I will let go of trying to impress. I will not get distracted by worries about my voice or my technique. This is how you emotionally connect to a song like a pro. So this was my very first, I think it is my first real performance focused topic. Did you like it? Do you think I should do more of these? Let me know in the comments also liking and subscribing helps a lot and maybe check out the next video I would probably recommend is the my vocal technique video just to kind of balance things out okay until next time bye